The good people of Trenton deserve way better representation Four members of the council are breaking the law, that's our daily situation We don't need these people at the top who are only out for themselves If the people of Trenton won't act now, our town will be a living hell Let's focus only on the positives here at Trenton Waves can we ask you all to describe your dream city today? My dream Trenton would be without Kathy McBride and Robbie Vaughn Without Santiago Rodriguez and Sonia Wilkins, that's for sure We won't let them ever defeat us Your Trenton waves with Frank and Christina it's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. Yes, Trenton Waves, we are back once again with yet another candidate. I know. This is amazing. I know. I'm so happy that we're learning about what's going on and new things. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, new, and what's going on and new things. <laughs> she had her standing okay. in the rain. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> I'm good. I'm she okay. couldn't wait 10 seconds before she starts <laughs> chiming, chiming in, in and coughing. Just introduce her Just, then. Uh, listen, well, wait a second. She oh. has to wait a second. Oh. I mean, this has been like an ongoing thing. We've done right. almost a dozen of these things. All right. So what have we learned? What we have learned is that the city clerk has a lot of power, more than you would think he would. He's not a guy who, who does the filing. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. He has people that do that. Yes. Also that we have a zero-based budgeting system. Yes. All spending goes to the council. Right. That all meetings should take place at City Hall. Right. No, like, backdoor meetings. Right. No, that Not meeting in at restaurants or, or coffee or, shops. Right. Developers. Exactly. Yes, developers, right. right. Council members should be familiar with public contract law. Right. That's another biggie. Yes. Also, council should not be having an executive session during a meeting. Right, and keeping the public waiting. Right. For sometimes over an hour and a half. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. City council does not have a responsibility yes. to fight with the mayor. <laughs> That's not their job. No. To fight with the mayor. It's not right? at all. Because that gets nothing done. It gets absolutely nothing done except uh, people get all upset. Right. And we don't need that. No. And lastly, something that we've learned is that council should meet because this seems to be the best practice. Right. According to our election correspondent. Yes. They should meet every Tuesday and every other Thursday. Right. At a set time, at a set place, so Best that practice. no one is confused. No one. And information gets out in an effective and efficient way. Exactly right. Right. So, before we bring on this next candidate. Yes. We are going to bring on, that's right, <laughs> you know her, you love her, the woman, the myth, <laughs> the, the myth? mystery. The legend. The woman behind the The, the, the puzzle wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. The badass former Westward Councilwoman of Trenton, New Jersey, Miss Annette Latigue, joins us again. Yeah. And, and hello, Annette. How are you? I am well, thank you. Hello, Podcastia. What do you have for us today to tease our mental oh God. taste buds? 
Well, <laughs> you made me think about food. Yeah, well, that's your problem. I told you, I told you that's my uh, pressure point. Is that your kryptonite? That's my kryptonite. Right, okay. And so here we go, Podcastia. The public has an absolute right to petition the council regarding ordinances. Mm. However, if the council refuses to move it forward, the public is able to do it by obtaining 10% of the registered voters from the last general election. And council can refuse to pass and it'll go directly to referendum. It's the law and it gives the public the opportunity to be heard and not held hostage in things that are most important to us. Interesting. So when you say 10% of the registered voters, you mean in the whole city or in just the, their in the particular city. ward? Oh, wow. In the city, okay. in the general election. Right. Really? Oh. Yes. Okay. Gather 10% of the, the signatures and whether council agrees or not, mm-hmm. you can move it forward in a referendum. Mm-hmm. I bet no one knew that. I didn't know that. I didn't even know how an ordinance came about. Like, council typically introduces them. Okay. But the public has the right as well. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Just to go back in time for a sec. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened with the whole Leewood thing? The public came out against this crap. They, they came out, but there wasn't a referendum. They didn't gather 10% of the signatures to create a referendum. And no, yet what happened. But it also wasn't an ordinance. That's not, right. an ordinance. That oh. was a developer. That was a, a yeah. contract waiting to happen. See, right. this is what she's, we're quite capable of doing right. this. We're clearly not. At least I'm not. <laughs> well, actually, you are. Wow. That's interesting. Good oh, so information. So if you're thinking power. there's something out there as a citizen of the city that you think is important and you need to present to city council and you mm. feel like you're not getting anywhere, that's the route you should take. And I'll take you back to a place in time when I was on council. Okay, go ahead. If you recall, Mayor Palmer wanted to sell the water pipes to this water company. I don't even remember the name at mm-hmm. this point. Right. We refused to pass the ordinance so that it would go to a referendum, and it did. Mm-hmm. If you remember you voted about that. I do remember voting on that. Wow. Yes or no? The yes. water pipes. I vaguely do remember that. Yeah. I yeah. remember that distinctly yeah. because yep. that was a big issue. That was a referendum. Yeah. And the people came out and really got involved. And that's typically what it takes sometimes yes. to move a city that's at a standstill forward. Yes. You hear that? Wow. Come out and vote. Very important. See? Don't feel do like your power. voice is not heard. Oh, the people right. absolutely have power. We're supposed to. We are supposed to, damn it. But we act like we don't a lot of the time. Right. People don't even want to vote because they feel like, ah, what's the point? They do what they want to do anyway. Yeah, especially if they're not confronted. Well, it's not even about confronting. It's about people understanding their rights. Right. All right. Well, with that, let's bring on our next candidate. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have Tesca Frisbee, who's running for West Ward Councilwoman. Your old position, Annette. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tesca, how are you today? I am wonderful, Frank. Thank you so much for asking. You're very welcome. And uh, this is the first candidate who's joining us via telephone. Absolutely. Yes. We're going old school today. Ah. Okay. Okay, Tesca, you have ten minutes on the clock to present your position uninterrupted by us. Your time starts now. Good evening, Frank, Christina, Annette, and Podcastia. Thank you for inviting me to come on to the Trenton Wave. 
I'm Tessica Frisbee, and I'm a candidate for West Ward Council seat. Frank and Christina, as with you and some of your listeners, I'm not a native Trentonian, but I am a Trentonian by choice. And if I am correct, I believe our families both moved here during the same year, which was 2003. I've spent most of my life in an urban setting, and I was born and raised in Jersey City. The early portion of my adult life, I spent in East Orange, New Jersey. I've worked in the accounting field for about 38 years. Ten of those years, I worked for a law firm handling their finances in the department and handling the finance, which actually they handled the finances for the state of New Jersey. I dealt with their billing and their budgeting and their inventories, and I continue to do that even today with some of the nonprofits here in the city of Trenton. I met my hubby while living in East Orange. We built a beautiful home in West Hampton, New Jersey, which we had planned to remain there while we were raising our family. But my husband pursued and obtained a position here in the city of Trenton in their recreation department. That meant we were going to have to move. And believe it or not, that really was not a uh, tough decision for us. We're creatures of public service, and we felt like we could make the most impact in Trenton than we could in the suburban um, town of West Hampton. So here we are, and we've been active in our community ever since. I spent several years as a stay-at-home mom caring for our two sons. One of them, our oldest son, who was diagnosed at birth with cerebral palsy. We'd like to say that he's differently abled. And then after his birth, I gave birth to our second son. He's the primary reason why I actually ended up getting involved with a lot of the um, schooling. As soon as he got out of preschool, I got involved with his school classroom because the ratio of student to teacher in the power in the best classroom was 2 to 15. So I spent the first three years actually as a school, a parent para with my, in my youngest son's uh, school. Um, here I could see up close the challenges that a lot of the moms and dads face that they were, um, while they were raising their kids and the resources that were needed. A lot of parents, the meetings were scheduled at inconvenient times when a lot of parents were uh, moms and dads, they were working. So we opened up our homes to the parents and we met here to discuss the needs of our children. We stayed here in our home until it got so large. Um, our meeting here that we had to move it to one of the local uh, centers. Our family has had a lot of interactions with uh, folks and that we met along the two decades that we have lived here in our beautiful capital city. And I returned to work when both of my boys were full, uh, full-time in school. I spent a lot of time um, with the NJTL, which some people may know, others may not, but the NJTL is the National Junior Tennis and Learning of Trenton. I spent a decade there, and that's had a lot of impact on the lives of thousands of Trenton youth educationally and recreationally. I saw the challenges some of our city residents ran into on a daily basis and found myself advocating with, with various agencies on the behalf of uh, the youth that I actually was interacting with. Some of the basic needs that we wouldn't think would be a concern, like food after school, when these students were coming to us, that was a concern and that was a major issue that I found out about while I was interacting just going on the tennis courts or doing uh, after-school activities with them. Um, I'm also, a lot of people don't know, I'm a sexual abuse survivor. I've spent several years educating and advocating about sexual abuse. I've been long involved with an organization, a nonprofit called ROSA, which is Rising Over Sexual Abuse, to let other folks know that they are not alone in providing support. I strongly believe in community service, and this is demonstrated by my volunteer activities in other organizations such as Clara's Heart. For five years, I've been a part of Clara's Heart, I'm the vice president of there, and we feed the homeless. We feed those who are not even, and they're not always homeless. They're just people a lot of times that are down on their luck. And at times, we just have to provide clothing for them, food, and sometimes recreational outlets, such as a dinner and a movie that we do every year. And we get generally about 400 people from our city that come out. For four years, I've been a part of the Trenton Blue Wave. Here, I'm also a vice president. We encourage residents to become civilly engaged, get registered to vote, 
and then to exercise that right. For the last eight years, I've been a part of Moms Demand Active for Gun Sense in America. I currently serve as the Mercer County City Gun Violence Lead and our Wear Orange Lead for Moms. We advocate and we lobby for common gun sense laws and regulations, and we give support to families that have been impacted by gun violence. I've testified a number of times before the state legislature, and I was a speaker at Governor Murphy's statewide rally and some of his other programs. And we must do better as it relates to the crime that's in our community and in our, our state as a whole. I'm the former chair of the Trenton ADA board. That's the American Disability Act, where I pushed for day-to-day basic needs for our seniors and those who are differently able. Shining a light on the needs of the differently able, that was a catalyst for me to author a book called Different Just Like You. That book is about my son, uh, my oldest son, and his view of the world. It sold out three times on Amazon. And by the way, the illustrator was a 10-year-old Trentonian, a student here in our beautiful city, and the book was published by a Trentonian. A couple of specific issues that I wanted to address are the proposed closing of St. Francis and comprehensive economic development in our city. I know you're going to have other questions, so I'm not going to go into all of that, but those are just a couple of them. When it comes to economic development, there are a few items I've been holding around for several weeks. I love to see these homes that we have. Instead of having people who are renters, I'd like to see hundreds of new homeowners. I'd love to see the boulevard plan brought back to the table. The riverfront that's over here in the West Ward, the people I've been talking to are excited about the fact that that conversation has started again. Since a lot of their homes are on the river and how the optics for them and how the river is being used for them was not the initial plan for how their home, when it was initially built. One of the things I've been talking about for several weeks is I'd love to see a commuter tax implemented for our state workers. I don't want to run our state workers out, but I don't want them to dry us out either. And finally, I'd like to have a truthful, transparent government. My mother used to say one of the most dangerous things is to have a little bit of truth mixed with a whole lot of lies. Some of the things that have been put out there that were and are continue to be false is we've been told that it is our role as city council representatives to bring in economic development. Well, that's that's just not correct. We've been told that it's our role, or they've been acting, I should say. Oh, it is the role of city council to bring in redevelopment. That, too, is not uh, true. We are economic and redevelopment entities. That means we're the checks and balances. We are not the ones that are supposed to go out and bring the folks in, bring them to the table, have meetings with them. That's like a double whammy, and we can't do that. That's illegal. We've been told that the pilots, that they're not good, that we shouldn't have one. I also want to make sure that we touch on our quality of water that we should never have that as an issue, the health of it. So with those and more, those are the reasons why I'm running, and I ask for your vote for me to be your West Ward representative. Thank you. Okay. Wow, very good. Did it with five seconds to spare. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have that much to say. A little. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Tessa, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, off-brand here for a second, and uh, I'm just okay. going to start with one question that I had. I normally give this over to Annette at this point, but I don't want to forget this. So first of all, thank you. Uh, you're singing my song about the non-residency tax. We've been talking about that now for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Foskey put that in our head, mm-hmm. and we've been running with that since episode, episode 50, I think it was. Yeah. The other thing is, yeah, we've been here since 2003 as well. We did not, I did not know <laughs> that you came here in 2003. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's how I remember because my son was one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, he just turned one. So my question is, you opened the door with the whole talking about Sam uh, being an elected official for Mercer County. When we met Sam, 
he was in charge of the parks department for the city of Trenton. And I'm thinking, what a great name, mm-hmm. like Frisbee, to be in charge of parks. <laughs> that is perfect, like made for the job. But here's my question. So he's now, for the last, what, the last 12 years, he's been in uh, commissioner or what used to be called freeholders, right? He's a commissioner of Mercy. For 11 years now, yeah. It used to be freeholders and now they're commissioners. Do you feel that there would be any kind of conflict of interest with both of you working in government? I'm just thinking about that when you said that. So for me, the answer is no. The reason I say no is because Sam and I believe in keeping things professional, which is why when folks were talking about the closing of St. Francis and all the rest of that, I'm looking at them like a deer in headlights. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. My husband sat on the board, but we don't have those bedside talks. We, we don't cross that line. So whatever is going on in his political world that is supposed to be mum's award, so to say, we don't talk about that. We don't cross that line. And so that's how I told folks, I'll be in, they're like, well, how do you do that with, um, if he's an elected official, you're going to be like, well, right. the same way we've been doing it. You, He handles his business and I handle my business. When we, we come get to this house, we talk about us. Oh, not what's okay. going on in the county, what's not going on in the city. Right. So right. people so people have asked you about that? I'm not, I'm not the first one. I thought I was being original. No, you're not the first one. I've had <laughs> folks um, say, well, you can't handle it. I'm like, what do you mean I can't? How do you tell, who do you uh, to tell me what I can and I can't do? I've been doing it. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so, right. Oh, yeah. No, okay. we've, we've been doing it and we'll continue to do that. We handle it professionally. Sounds good. Well, that was my only question for now. So okay. I'm just going to say, Annette, what do you think of this one? I like some of the points that Tesca made relative to St. Francis and the water department. But here's what I want everybody to know. Do your homework. That's important. That's a nugget. Do your homework. Mm-hmm. Because Tesca's right. It is not the day-to-day business. It's not the business of the council to do the day-to-day work of the city. That's the mayor's job. They do have advice and consent. And in that, there are some other issues presenting as well. So let's talk about this a little bit. Tesca, are you ready for me? I am so ready for you, Miss Annette. <laughs> I'm not ready for her. <laughs> so you told me who you are. Yes, I want ma'am. you to tell me just a little bit more about why you're running. Because you, okay. you, did, you did open a door and a husband and a wife doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you made clear how you'll handle that. But tell me why you're running. Like, what inspired you to run? First of all, I made my husband pinky swear that he was never going to run for office. And then when he was tapped, we looked at each other cross-eyed. And now here I am 11 years later, and I'm throwing my hat in. The reason why I really am running is because I don't care for the direction that our city has been going. I don't like the optics. I don't like for folks to, to consider the space that I am, a laughing stock. Mm. I've had a lot of conversation with people from different countries. Um, I have to admit, when you mention the word Trenton, they look at you either in the craziest way, like you're really from there, or they're the comments that they follow. It's not complimentary to our city. And I don't believe that Trenton is being shown in the, the light that we're supposed to be in. Folks don't know about the great talents that we have, we have here, the intelligent individuals. And I believe that the shade is pulled down on us. So I want to pull the shade up is what I, is the phrase that I've been using on Trenton. I want folks to see the great things that we have here and the great people that we are and not what we have been displayed as in the news and in the media uh, for the last four years. Mm. I agree. Yeah. There are some phenomenal people here and there's great history here and mm-hmm. there's a ton of stuff. We are actually the 
intersection of the north, northeast corridor. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to take advantage of that. Right. right. And so mm-hmm. moving forward, it's going to be incumbent of the city and the mayor and the council to be able to work together. But tell me a little bit about this. And these are questions that I've asked other candidates. How do you handle conflict? What will you do when you are not on the same page as your council colleagues? So for me, with conflict, I tell folks, Feisman gives me a headache. So I don't do it. I don't engage. People can't make me do anything. No one can go into my head, into my body, and make me say or do anything that I don't want to. I am responsible for what comes out of my mouth. I am responsible for the actions that I present. So I choose. It is a choice in how I respond to people. I believe you have something to say. I have something to say. Maybe you didn't hear me when I said it the first time. Okay, I'll repeat it one more time. You say what you have to say one more time. For me, it's done. We have an understanding. There's no need to go back to say the same thing over and over again. We're going to have to agree to disagree, and we're going to move on. I believe there's seven of us. You take a vote. Everybody airs what they have to say. And then you go back, and you do the common sense thing. Let's vote on it. And majority rules. If we got to argue it out, do whatever we have to do, or hash it out, it's a better word, behind closed doors, let's do that. But when we get from behind those doors, we have to show a united front. There's no way that we can move the city forward with us being at each other's throat and definitely working against leadership. So we have to show that we're on one accord. If we're going to be combative with one another, why would we expect the public to be anything um, different? That's right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Just give me one great initiative that you intend to take to council. What's going to be your baby? What are you going to rock? I'm going to have to go with the commuter tax. Oh, really? The commuter tax is my biggest Achilles heel. I'm mm. a homeowner. Mm-hmm. I'm a homeowner. I don't like the taxes. I don't care for the, the way that we, I feel that it, we're being um, taken advantage of. And I don't want the state workers to leave. I just want the state to compensate us properly. Mm-hmm. Right. I, so going after that commuter tax, that is going to be my first initiative. That is the biggest thing for me because it affects everything. It affects our economy. It affects our home. It, it affects our quality of life. So yeah, I want that commuter tax. And I like to tell people no is never an answer for me. That just means if you tell me no, I need to come at it a different way. Mm-hmm. But there's something that has to happen. Something has to give. And the commuter tax for me is a perfect, perfect venue for us to help get we reignite our economy. That's a great answer. Thank you. The uh, commuter tax is not going to force people to leave their jobs. They still have to eat. That's right. right. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, just they, remember that they have to eat, right? They might, actually, mm-hmm. they might actually think about moving into the city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how about mm-hmm. that? That's <laughs> a thought. Just enough where it makes them want to maybe like move. Them, hey, Trenton is, is as cool as they say it is. <laughs> so exactly. if I have to give them thousands, I might as well pay it on my property. Exactly that's right. right. That's right. Hey, yeah. exactly. So that's, that's pretty cool. Exactly. I love that. That's pretty cool. I have one other question for you. Yes, ma'am. Why should the residents of Trenton vote for you? One, I don't do the arguing back and forth. Let's start there. (laughs) I believe in being professional at all times, even when you don't want to be. There's just a demeanor that you should hold. As an elected official, the standards are um, high. I like to compare it to professional players, but then they say I am not a role model. Yes, you are. As soon as you take the leadership role, there is an expectation. And I want them to know they'll be able to count on me. 
to show up and represent them the way they want to be represented. And that is with dignity and with respect. With regards to our city, we have to, we, we, we're going to have millions of dollars that come through here. My background, I've been called, and I'm, I've kept it, and I'm good with that. I've been called a geek when it comes to numbers. I love numbers. I eat, sleep. I have to do Sudoku at least four pages a day <laughs> before I go to sleep. I'm just that geek, and I'm, I'm good with it. I love numbers. I get off on it. I know numbers. We've got to be able to deal with a budget. And I also am the anal one that will be the follow-up. I don't believe in just, okay, you said that this is what you're going to do. Let's do a checks and balances, respectfully, in mm. everything that we do. We have to give respect. If you want to get respect, you've got to give it. So I'm going to give it to you. And even if you don't show up and give it back to me that way, I'm still going to give it. I'm going to be the best me that I can possibly be to represent our city at all times. And I want the city to have that. We deserve that. Why should they vote for me? One, I've got that budget. One, I've got the the, uh, the heart for the city. I already told I've been in our senior buildings over and over and over again. And I told them, you're going to get tired of me. I want to have a dialogue, a communication where I know them by name and they know me by name. I want to have it so that every other month we have a community meeting. I want to have that so that I can hear what's going on. I don't know what's going on in everybody's home. I don't know what's going on in all the buildings. And I won't know it if I'm just locked up in a room with my other six counterparts. I've got to get in and sit down and have a conversation with them. And then I have to let them know what I'm thinking. And then we go back and forth and let's see where we come to a meeting. So we, we can, I'm representing you and I'm not just representing me. So that's what the, um, I should be there. Rep- that's what representative. I will come out. And a good example is when North 25 was uh, misplaced because of the ammonia spill. They're not my ward, but I wasn't going to let them go without and be without. I went in and I got them the care that they needed. Why? Because they're Trentonians and they deserve to get the best care. And I was not going to let them go without. I gave them what I knew that I could give and then I went on. So that's why they should vote for me. I will bleed and I will lead with my heart, but also with intelligence and I will lead with professionalism. Thank you, Tesca. Thank you so much. The yep. parlay on the money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, do you have anything? I just want to agree with you in that one thing we all have in common is we really do have a passion for the city. And we see it, I think, other than how people outside the city see it. And it really gets me. I get a little angry when, when you say, you know, hey, I'm from Trenton or whatever. I live in Trenton. And you get that look mm-hmm. like we were recently in a golf club and one of the members was saying, oh, and where do you live? And I said, Trenton. And he made like a face. And I said, well, what do you, where do you live in the suburbs? Oh, yeah. He totally showed him But, um, you know, like, sure. I, so, of course, I have to, like, you know, tell him how great the city is. And I think that yeah. should be, you know out there it should like you said you raise the shades on on the truth of what's what the gems and the treasures that we have here back in 1988 i was living in new york city and i was working in paramus new jersey and every other week when i would get paid every two weeks i would see this city tax because i didn't live in paramus i lived in new york and i'm like what is this tax what the heck is this and they had to explain to me well you don't live here and i'm like what i I was pissed and now i get it like i totally get it now so yeah. I'm mm-hmm. a big, yeah. If Paramus can do it, Trenton can do it. Exactly. Right? Bergen yeah. County can hold it together. Yeah, yeah exactly right. right. And we're the capital city, darn it. We deserve it. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll tell you what I like about Tesco. She's the only one who didn't give me crap about her caricature. 
Jesse liked it. <laughs> I liked my so caricature. If I, if I lived I was in the like... West Ward, you'd be getting my vote. But since I don't do it, you're okay. <laughs> Just because she didn't give me any. Okay. Yeah, she actually right. liked it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I grade. Yeah, you grade me a whole lot. But hey, I want the grade. That's what you didn't know. Hey, I enjoy what to... I see, baby. Okay? <laughs> I've been trying to get my hair all gray for like two years, and it won't take. So I'm like, all right, God's going to have to do it. Well, the dye is not. I help you a little bit. That's it. All right. Very good. Okay. Okay, well, that just about does it for yet another candidate episode of Trenton Waves. Well, Can I say one thing to Annette? Hey, wait a second. What Absolutely. are you doing the show here, Tesca? <laughs> Look. Go ahead. Yes, one more thing. Yes. Go. Annette's been giving all of these great nuggets. Yes. And I am just like, you need to write something. Because for those of us that are coming into this position, yeah. I think it would be so helpful if you had something. If we had a starting point. I mean, yes, uh, we may have one new person, but you think about it, it's going to be six brand new um, council members at the very least, if not the seventh one, six brand new. To have a starting point and have those nuggets that you've been calling off right. would be golden. Well, that's why we do okay. this. I think she's going to write a tell-all book soon <laughs> with a uh, full yeah. color centerfold. <laughs> oh, dear. Centerfold. Oh, dear. Oh, my <laughs> Frank. And you let him in again. No, and it comes with 3D glasses. <laughs> a 3D glasses. <laughs> well, that does it for yet another candidate episode of Trent Waves. And remember this in the mighty words of Mr. Mike Tyson. Everyone's got a plan. Until they get punched in the face, out. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves Podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.